Welcome to Social Media Know-How, the podcast featuring the greatest minds and brands in the world of social and digital marketing. And now, your host, founder and CEO of Link Humans, Jorgen Sundberg. Hey, sons, face on, moshning, koshning, how's it going? Many thank you, as always, for tuning into Social Media Know-How, the Link Humans podcast. I am your host, Jorgen Sundberg, and this podcast is all about improving your social media and digital marketing game and my own game in the process. So as as always, I'm coming to you from uh, Link Humans Global HQ Towers in London. It's fairly mild and windy and it's actually the first week of February. So the big story this week is that January is finally over. Well done to everyone that did a dry January or a I don't know, a, a detox January, for, for instance. We, um, Team Link Humans, we're off to a retox party this week. So basically, you've been on detox for a month and now it's time to retox. Uh, that should be fun. Want to get in touch with me? I'd love to hear from you. Ping me an email at jorgen at linkhumans.com. That's jorgen, J-O-R-G-E-N, at linkhumans.com. That's a Swedish name in case you're wondering. Also, why not add us on Snapchat? We're uh, Link Humans in one word. And also, new this week, I'll add the uh, new fancy add us Snapchat URL to the show notes. Just make sure you click on it from a mobile phone or a mobile device, an iPad, for instance, and uh, it'll take you uh, straight to uh, adding us on Snapchat. Right, so I'm very excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Leslie Gaines-Ross, and she is the Chief Reputation Strategist at Weber Shandwick, and we're going to discuss how to be a social CEO. But first, it's time for my very special tip of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the talk of the town. Of course, I'm talking about Google Tag Manager. Ever find yourself trying to track things on a website such as uh, goal completions or having to fiddle with inserting tags into actual code, the actual code of the site? Sometimes lots of different codes even for different products. It could be Google, it could be Bing, it could be Pardo, it could be HubSpot. So the solution to this is to use Google Tag Manager, basically a plugin to your site that allows you to add, remove, change tags, on the whole thing or just specific pages so you know exactly what people have been up to on different pages, especially uh, conversion pages perhaps, landing pages. So using this free tool allows you to do less fiddling with code and more of actually getting some results from your marketing. So more checking and testing and split testing and so on, making sure that you're doing the right advertising as opposed to having to fiddle around too much. So check it out. It's at tagmanager.google.com. Tag manager is one word, tagmanager.google.com. I'll also put it on in the show notes and check it out. It's all free and it's by Google, so it's very stable. Right, with that, it's time to transition to this week's interview all about social CEOs and um, apologies in advance for any annoying sounds during this chat. It's a uh, vibrating phone that we couldn't get rid of. So basically... Um, Leslie, she had a, she used Skype on her phone and the phone kept vibrating because it was put on silent. So hopefully we'll go, got rid of most of the sound. But if you hear anything, stick with it as it gets better.
Leslie Gaines Ross, how are you? Fine, I'm good today. Thanks for calling. Pleasure. Could you um, tell us about Weber Shandwick and your role there? Sure, happy to do that. Um, Leslie Gaines Ross, I'm the Chief Reputation Strategist at Weber Shandwick. And Weber Shandwick is a global public relations communications firm all around the world. And we help companies and um, brands build their reputations and really uh, communicate as best as they can to all their different stakeholders. Great. And your role? Sure. So I'm the chief reputation strategist at Weber Shamwick. And what that really means is I work with companies and CEOs on how to best build their reputations, how to protect them, preserve them, and repair them when they get themselves into trouble. I've been uh, a reputation expert for many years. So um, naturally, I'm interested in the role of the CEO and what role he or she plays in building a reputation for a company. And that led me into just understanding social CEOs. Yes. And uh, what what challenges do CEOs face with social media? Well, certainly there are many um, challenges um, and in terms of social being social. It's um, something we started looking at in 2010 because I realized, hmm, this is interesting. There are some CEOs who are on social media and not many at the time in 2010, but it's doubled since then. Um, so there are many more social CEOs than there used to be, and we've done a lot of research in the area. And when we asked them, well, what are, what's keeping you back? You know, what, what are the obstacles in your way uh, for engaging in social media and using the Internet and using it as it's been built? We got responses such as, well, we don't do that in our region or it's not typical in our industry or we don't see the return on investment, no one's asking me to do it, and then certainly the topic comes up, it's too risky, there are too many risks, I don't have enough time, I travel too much. So those are the basic, the the most often mentioned obstacles for a CEO to be social. Um, The interesting, what I, I there were two CEOs that I spoke to, over time, who had a great answer to that, it's too risky for me, response. And one is, one CEO said to me, well, just think about the risk of not using social media, not being communicating on social media, not being in that conversation. I thought that was a pretty insightful response. And the other one said to me, and I really thought this was good, he said that um, that's the job of a CEO, to manage risk, to maximize the upside and minimize the downside. So there are some answers when CEOs say, it's not for me, it's not for my company, it's not for my region, not for my industry. Very true. I like, I like the, the risk approach. And yeah, what, interesting. What's a uh, step-by-step approach to becoming a social CEO? Well, one of the things that I have learned in just being so interested in this topic, and I just want to, I'm going to give you some step-by-step ideas, but I think it's interesting 
just to note that you can be a social CEO by just being really engaged online on your company's intranet. Some companies have very robust intranets um, or they have like these internal communications platforms. And those are really another way to be a social CEO. So being a social CEO is not just being out there on the traditional social media platforms, but you can be social by being really active internally. But in terms of step-by-step approach, um, I think you have to, for a CEO or any top executive, to begin by listening, just spending time on the platforms and just conducting social listening, Um, getting regular reports on what's being said about your company or your brands on social media so you get accustomed to it. And just um, being very observant on how important social media is. So the first step is just start listening. Then uh, we often advise CEOs to start slowly, and that's try a soft launch. And that is, let's say you decide you want to be on LinkedIn, or you want to be on Twitter, or you want to be on Facebook. So work with your communications or marketing team and they can set up an off the grid simulation so you can just get used to it and see what happens and what does it look like and what might it look like when people respond and just off the grid, try it that way. Excuse me. And then another idea is by starting slowly, start with an internal blog and just on your internet and see what that's like. But I think the most important, one of the most important steps for becoming social for a CEO is to define why you're doing it. What is your business case for using social media? And once you answer that, then you really can easily engage because you'll know why you're doing it. You'll know who you're trying to engage So, for example, are you interested in just reaching customers and communicating with them or employees or vendors or increasing your customer loyalty or generating new leads or raising brand awareness? Once you know why you're doing it, then it makes you can much more easily pick the platform, much more easily know um, how do you want to go about communicating because there are some CEOs who just want to share news and information, and then there are CEOs who want to talk about new launches and so forth. Uh, and some are just all about attracting talent. So I think that those are some of the um, most basic step-by-step reasons of or ways to go about being a social CEO. Yeah, absolutely, and I really agree with the knowing the objectives once you've uh, mapped out your objectives then uh, i think to some some extent the other bits will fall into place yeah i mean the other thing that i would add though is um you might want to also start by being pretty selective and, and just using one social platform and see how that feels i think a few years ago back in 2010 when we first started understanding social ceos there was this mad dash for everyone, um, you had to be on everything. It was like no one was being selective. It was just you had to be on every platform. But today I think it's important to 
realize which platform is best for you. And and when, one easy way to start is by using video. I think video is just so custom built for CEOs to communicate and it's um, easy to do. It's conversational. And I think it might be a, an easy way to start by either putting it on your intranet or on your company website and then maybe your corporate YouTube. So video is in another easy way because it's so short and it's, you can easily edit it. You can be in your office. I think that's another very easy way to go about it. Yeah, and no, I was going to ask about the, the best platforms to use. Um, I guess it depends on your target audience, but I think most leaders and CEOs that, that I see, they're either on Twitter or LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, right. How would, you, uh, how would you rate those big social platforms versus using internal platforms like Yammer or, or Jive? Where should you start? Well, I, I mean, I'm a very big believer in uh, CEOs communicating internally to start and when it comes to everything. I mean, if you don't have the support of your workforce, it seems awfully strange in a way, if you think about it, that you're all of a sudden going to be communicating externally um, and focusing on that and not communicating internally. Um, so certainly figuring out a way to communicate internally is important, whether it's Yammer or Jive or Slack or Facebook. Facebook um, at work, which we at Weber Shamwick are um, want, uh, testing out now. So I think it's really important to communicate internally and be social that way. When it comes to the external platforms, I think that there's a tremendous um, variety for different reasons. There's LinkedIn, there's you can have a blog. You can use Facebook. You can use Twitter. Um, I think it just depends on, like we said, who do you want to reach, how much time you have, um, where where you want to appear, um, where are your peers, and where are your employees and your customers. So I think giving giving making sure that you understand what your social media strategy is and having done a pretty good competitive analysis, then you'll probably be able to figure out which of these is, is best for you. Um, I think a lot of CEOs start with LinkedIn. It's almost like an entry network and then move on to other platforms. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned uh, Facebook at work, which is something uh, we've been testing here internally. We're a very small company, but we like to test uh-huh. new products. Uh, however, we find that Slack is actually more user friendly and Facebook at work seems to get very, it gets mixed up with, uh, you know, your personal Facebook versus the work Facebook. What, what's your experience of that? Um, well, we just started piloting at it. And um, so far it, it's, I think it's, been received very well here at Weber Shamwick. So um, I think that we're, as Facebook at work is uh, making changes, uh, they've, they have a big pilot going on. Um, not a, they're testing a pilot testing with a lot of companies. I think it'll, um, with all the feedback, it will um, continue to improve. But so far it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Because I'm part of that pilot, and 
it's just so everyone understands how to use it. So it's been, it's fun actually. Yeah. Uh, but it's possibly better in a big company where there's more happening in your feed than, uh, than right. in my office. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so what can you tell us about women versus men? Well, female versus male executives and their use of social media. Well, for, since there aren't that many female uh, CEOs in the first place, unfortunately, and um, then looking at the, the, how many um, are social, we, we, what we did is we did an analysis of the Fortune magazine comes out with the most powerful women in business globally. So we took a look at them and those women and to their very top executives and CEOs, see uh, how social they were. And 76% of them were engaging socially, which really falls in line with our analysis of Fortune 50 CEOs. So they're using, women executives are using social media basically as much as men and as much as the uh, top executives in the world. Um, they tend to um, appear and make you and be featured on their websites, in YouTube, social networks. And one of the things that um, my commentary on that is that for years, um, I've been in the business world for a long time. Most of business has been narrated by men. And now with women having access to social media, it's kind of exciting to think that women will be finding their voice and being able to express themselves using social media. It's a great way to build reputation, a great way to build visibility. So I think it's um, terrific and it's good to see that women are using as much as men and in the, in the leadership uh, domain. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to that uh, particular report mm -hmm. you've done there. Mm -hmm. um, if we look at, uh, in general, at CEOs, what mistakes do you see CEOs making on social media? What, what should they avoid? Well, as I said, I think it's important to test it out to make sure that before you begin that you vet it with your marketing communications people, your legal legal counsel, that you tell your board you're going to go up and be using social media. Um, so that's the first step. And usually all of that's in place anyhow. But I think CEOs um, have, and, and the reason you want to be in touch with your legal counsel, your IR people, is just to make sure you don't disclose any material information. But I think CEOs have to realize, and I meant to say this before, is first of all, you have to develop a thick skin when you go into social media um, because people say things that you might consider offensive or uncivil or rude. Mm. So you have to be prepared for that and you have to not get yourself into a cat fight on social media. Um, just because someone says something. So that's something that you want to be aware of. And CEOs shouldn't take it personally. The whole point of using social media is to hear what your customers are saying about your company and your brand. And you should be interested in hearing that, not, not take it too personally, which I know is really hard. 
But certainly there have been examples of companies. Um, there's an example of a company that certainly after the big recession, the uh, global financial meltdown, um, they had a Q&A on social media, the one, uh, one of the financial institutions, and they said, you know, ask, they did a hashtag ask so-and-so, and certainly they were totally pelted with abuse because there was so much anger at the company uh, post the recession, uh, the real meltdown. Um, and the company wisely canceled the event and apologized. So certainly timing is important, thinking about when you're going to do something and when you perhaps are going to go on social media or what you're saying on social media, being aware of some of the uh, trends and issues that are going on, going on in the wider world out there. So I think just being more cognizant of what's going on, like I said, in your company. If you're going to have <clears throat> layoffs, you should be a little careful about talking about certain things on Twitter, let's say, when you have all these layoffs, people, employees are going to get really unhappy. I think it was just last weekend I found a Twitter post of a CEO and he was it was a he was holding a, a like a glass like a toast when you toast someone with champagne and he was talking about the company and toasting the new year's so it was something like that and of course there just been layoffs <laughs> layoffs and employees were not too happy about that so there are CEOs make mistakes definitely like all of us so sometimes it is helpful to have someone like a social media buddy at the company who can look and see what's being said and what you're saying if you're not sure. Yeah, uh, it's, um, it's interesting that because I, I guess if you're a CEO of a, of a large multinational, there will always be layoffs happening, redundancies in one part of the world. You might be hiring right. in another part. So, yeah, it must be um, a tricky tricky path to tread. And right. also, also in this country we had um, – uh, this company called British Gas, which is a utility. Right. They had one of those uh, Ask Me Anything sessions right. a couple of years uh -huh. ago when the energy prices were mm -hmm. so sky high. And it, they were just, everyone was just giving this guy flack about, um, you know, how can you live with yourself? How can you sleep at night? And all these questions. Uh, yeah, so that was terrible timing from them. Right. Yeah. Um, now, if we could look at... Uh, Better examples. Is there a, uh, a CEO that inspires you on social media? Well, um, certainly I've been, I think it's been interesting looking at Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, the CEO of Facebook, and how he uh, has been communicating his town halls on his Facebook page. He's very open and transparent. Um, and I have found that to be an interesting, a more of a humanizing effect on who he is and the company that he runs. He talked about um, his wife's um, three miscarriages before just having his baby, their baby. And it, I think um, it's just been interesting to watch. It's almost like watching someone 
um, their journey through life as a business person and as a husband and a father. It's an interesting way to um, provide insight into an individual and build company and CEO reputation. So he last week with the new year, he every year he has a new year's resolution. I think last year it was about reading a book a week and talking about it. He had a book club and this new year's resolution was about building more artificial intelligence into his home. So I find that interesting. It's much more of a personal look into an individual. Yeah, and I'm sure I read somewhere that he used to be uh, keeping his cards closer to his chest than right. he's recently opened up and become more transparent, just in line with with the mission of Facebook, I suppose. Right. So it's just been it's just, just interesting to watch, um, and I think it's a good example for the for the year ahead, 2016. Yeah, uh, which leads me nicely on to this question. What is the next big thing for CEOs and social media? I think the uh, next big thing is we touched on the idea of, of building more robust and easily usable in, um, employee networks in, in, uh, where CEOs and executives and employees can all convene. So I think that that's definitely um, something I see ahead. I also see video storytelling, as we talked about. I see um, more CEOs becoming publishers themselves in a way of uh, building, building and posting their own content on their own sites or on their uh, social media platforms uh, and on their websites. I think that we're going to see more of that in the future where CEOs become their own content providers. Um, I think that we may see, we did in, in our analysis when we looked at um, in one of our social CEO reports, looked at social bios. Some CEOs have social bios. So when you go on their website, on the company website, you go into the About Us and they have the leadership page. They have, instead of your traditional bio that looks like a resume, they have social bios. So they are not, uh, they're multidimensional in the sense that they link to video, videos and text of speeches and CEOs. Um, making news and spotlights and their Twitter feed, their Facebook feed. Um, and I think that, that, that we may see more of those in the future and same with their other executives. So it's not just the CEO, but uh, some of the other top mm -hmm. leaders. And I think we'll see more CEOs making better use of visual, visual content. Um, not just here's a link, but actually using visual content that goes along with the information that they're sharing. So I think that we'll see more of that. So those are the, some of the things that I see happening with CEOs. And I, like I said, when we first started in 2010, looking at social CEOs, I think it was about 30 something percent of the top CEOs in the world were using any kind of social media or on their website or using any kind of video or anything. And 
Um, it was about 36% to be precise. And when we did, and we've done this look every two years. So in 2014, the last time we did it, it was 80%. So CEOs are definitely um, entering this new era of social, being social, and it's a good thing. And I wanted to just add that one of the, the reasons for that we've learned the reasons for having a social CEO and why it's a good thing. I mean, yes, there are definitely risks. There's no doubt about it, but there are also some really good benefits. It's a great way to share news and information about your company. It impacts your company reputation and makes your company look like a good place to work. It's transparent, open, accessible, good communicating company. And shows the company is innovative, knows how to use technology, and gives it a human face. So I think there are a lot of reasons. Just as I said, you have to be really selective and figure out what works best for you and your company, what industry you're in. You know, if there are certain industry regulations that you need to abide by. Right. So it's it's, um, it's only going to grow. Then we'll keep you busy oh for the next gosh. few years. It's going to be. It's going to be so commonplace. By 2020, it will be rare to probably find a CEO who has no no footprint at all in the, in the internet. Yeah, I agree. Great. So where can we learn more about uh, yourself, your um, research, and uh, Weber Shanwick? Sure. Um, well, Weber Shanwick is at um, webershanwick.com. And that's where you can learn more about what we do as a, uh, as a company around the world. We're all around the world, and we do great things. I have my own blog, which is called reputationexchange.com, um, where I talk about reputation, social CEOs, and so forth a lot. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn. I have a Twitter handle, ReputationRx. And um, I'm on all the social platforms mm-hmm. as well. So, and if you just um, go into Google and search for social CEO, you'll see a lot of our work come up on the first page. So if you want to learn more about our social CEO work, it's all quite there. Great. Leslie Gaines-Ross, many thanks for your time. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Right, so I hope that interview was useful for you. So my question now is, what's your CEO up to on social media? Not much. In that case, perhaps you should uh, enlighten them a little bit. And, uh, well, they don't have to be Mark Zuckerberg or Richard Branson, but it's good to have a, a digital and social strategy, even for CEOs. And also, if you're interested in this topic, you may want to listen back to the uh, Charlene Lee interview Uh, a few weeks ago, which also covers this topic. Charlene Lee wrote a a book on this. And um, finally, I just wanted to give a heads up to any advertisers out there. So I don't plug much on this show, but hey, I'm happy to, as long as it's related to social and digital marketing, and I actually like the product or service, do get in touch. Uh, We have been contacted by a few advertisers and um, products and so on, which aren't exactly aligned with what we do. But uh, if you have something that looks um, interesting, that that our audience would be interested in, please let me know. Just ping me an email, jorgen at linkhumans.com. That's it. Many thanks for tuning in, and uh, I will catch you next week. 
thank you for listening to Social Media Know-How with your host, Jorgen Sundberg of Link Humans. For show notes and more, go to linkhumans.com slash podcast and check out the hashtag SMKnowHow.